Bueller, 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 Bueller. Good morning. Up and at him. It's that time. What time is it? Kentucky Roll Call. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. With Walker and Roush. We are too wild and crazy guys. Hello, everyone. Happy Monday to you. June 21st, 2021. You're listening to Kentucky Roll Call here on Roll Big Roll X Call. Radio. 96.1 FM, 14.50 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen here on your Monday morning. Hope you're having a great start to your day. Nick Roush, what did I miss on Friday? Everything. Just uh, so much happened when you were gone on your weekend getaway. But I hope it was worth it, Terry. I hope it was worth it. Well, fill me in. I'd, I'd like but to hear what I missed. Was it a good time? Was Rhode Island nice? It was actually, it, it was kind of funny. I had a, a, another friend who was also at a polo match on Saturday. So I'd, I've never heard of anyone going to one. And then I had two folks at polo matches at the same time. Very odd time. I'm in on polo. I, I can't wait for the, uh, I, I'm assuming it's still an Olympic sport. It'd be a big surprise if it wasn't. Uh, I'll be excited to watch it in the Olympics. That Did that on, on Saturday. Really felt a part of uh, high society, if you will. Good time. Polo's fun. And it kind of came down to like a last second shot, which I'm sure probably didn't happen in polo all that often. But uh, the USA played the Argentinians and uh, had a nice little lead at the half. But uh and another funny thing, I didn't know this about polo. People that have been to polo know all this stuff, so I'm going to sound like an idiot, but that's okay. Uh, the polo match was was a great time. Mm-hmm. At halftime, you just get to walk on the – everybody just gets to walk on the field, and you have to, like, fix the horse's divots. But nobody really, like, minds that it's technically working yeah. because you just get to go walk out on the field, and it's really fun. And even at halftime, some of, like, the players are out on the field, like, talking to fans or talking to their family or something. Uh, Only, like, five people on each team. I thought there was more than that in a polo match. I'm not sure why I thought that. I don't watch a lot of polo. But, yeah, it came down to a last-second shot. The Americans uh, lost their halftime lead and and lost by one, unfortunately, to the Argentinians. But that was – the polo was a lot of fun. Definitely had, like, a Keeneland feel to it where you just – pull up you kind of park wherever you can and then you can bring your own cooler you can bring whatever you want and you just line you just line the edge of this ginormous field and there's like there's fancier schmancier parts and then there's other parts that are a little bit more like yeah all right you bring you know you just back the truck up here but there was tables and tents and all that fun stuff it was a real hoot i'm a big polo fan now so that, that was a good time on saturday uh, and then besides that, just did some sightseeing, ate a lot of seafood. Uh, New uh, Rhode Island and Newport, very, very pretty places. And uh, it was a good weekend. The weather was like in the low to mid-70s, no humidity, just perfect. Uh, so, you know, getting home and getting back into the swamp, not as ideal, but that's all right. Good to be home and get back to your own bed as well. So uh, it was a good weekend getaway. Enjoyed myself. Nice to... Uh, to just take a day off again, not a vacation, but just a day, day off, have a little weekend right, getaway, right. showing a good time. So uh, we we enjoyed it. But uh, how was Friday's show? You you had me sold at bring your own cooler. Uh, I'm 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 there. <laughs> I'm there. No Friday show was good. Trevor was here. He did show up. He arrived on time. And TJ, it was one of those things that I actually tried to 
discuss different topics around the sports world. And then I got to hour two and just like basically took the gloves off and let Trevor and the Hoosier dingus go at it. It, it was, it actually was kind of disappointing because yeah, for the first time, now that we, he didn't have two UK fans going up against him. Hoosier dingus went after the Kentucky football team. He says that Indiana has passed Kentucky football. What a hilarious, dumb thing to say. That's, that's, there's no question, guys. <laughs> it's so dumb. Pass them in what? In football. And I'm like, what specifically? I don't, I don't remember what my exact wording was, but oh, he, football was, is better than Kentucky football. I mean, it's just, yeah, like, it's, I mean, it's, it's, it's not, hilarious. It's not, it? the, why, why, why don't they recruit better if they're so much better? They do recruit better. In what world? <laughs> when? This this was a lot easier when it was just one Kentucky fan, a Louisville fan, and an Indiana fan. Two Kentucky fans versus one Indiana fan. I don't know if I'm a fan. Well, especially <laughs> when one of the Louisville fans is Trevor, and you're going to sound smarter than him when making an argument. So you didn't need to make a cogent argument. The one thing I didn't want to bring up, Justin, uh, but like remember you were in the 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 tax lawyer bowl recently and you lost it. Remember that? We don't win bowls, guys. Yeah, it, wouldn't that help you? your argument that you're a better program if you, I don't know, won a ball game? I guess. I mean, if, if you're the one that, that sees it like that, I mean, I, I told you on Friday, I'm just as good going 9-3 and three in the regular season and losing the bowl than 9-3 and three and winning the bowl. At, the, at that point, the bowl doesn't matter. You went 9-3 and three in the regular season. That, and that, I thought we had already convinced. ignorant sounding, but, I mean, that's how I see it. I thought you'd said that, and we convinced you that bowl games do actually matter. I don't know. I don't know if I believe it or not. Well, you're you're resorting back to your original take. There's nothing wrong with that. Maybe you didn't even come around on it, and I'm making it up. Bowl games matter. I mean, they you want to win them. If you don't win them, yeah, you're right, and you're not going to like lose sleep over. You're not playing another football game for eight months, but it, you still get more momentum when you have it. Indiana coming off such a great season with a recruiting ranking of 66. Fro or this past class, not this oh. upcoming. The, the, this fresh, the freshman recruits were not there this year. I would agree with that. But they got eight guys out of the transfer portal. I think one of them was a five star, a couple four stars. So they went that route as opposed to hitting up the freshman. Yeah. Yeah. I, Indiana's not a better program, not a better team, won't be better this upcoming season. Okay. You've had a good couple of years. I mean, it has, it, it's been a great couple of years. See, I, you, you turned it around. You kind of did what Purdue, what everybody thought Purdue was going to do. Here's the thing. I don't want to, I, I hate going against Kentucky on this show just because it is a Kentucky show. No, but no. I, Bring I, it I, on. I am more than willing to bet you both Indiana has a better record than Kentucky next season. Yeah, I'm fine with that. I'll, uh, it'll be like the Clippers bet all over again. Yeah, I got to send you 20. <laughs> you, 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 with, the, with, with stuff like IU being better than Kentucky. IU, if I was an IU fan, I'd be so over the moon where the program's at. I'd have very similar feelings to how I feel about Kentucky football. I get why you're excited, Justin, but that stuff doesn't happen overnight. And Kentucky's well, been recruiting. Rec Kentucky's been recruiting the trenches and is really good in the trenches and it's been that way for a while. I'm just I, I I don't I won't I won't lie to you and act like I know the world about IU football and I know that you hit the transfer portal and and got into the trenches a little bit but I think Kentucky would just wear y'all out over the course of four quarters. Well, if only we had a couple coaches that would play each other, or a couple athletic directors that would set it up, and we could find out. But here we are.
So, always a uh, chance at a bowl game. The, the thing too, Justin, that uh, you like you you'll learn in due time when actually caring about football for an extended period of time. This has been a fun two year run. You know, pretty much anybody can have a fun two year run. Even Bobby Petrino, Scott and his tots, all those loser coaches at Louisville, they can you can have fun little runs with the right pieces. The key is doing it over time. Kentucky's had five solid years without a quarterback. I mean, let's let's face it, without a, a exceptional quarterback play, they've still had five good years. You've got your boy Michael Penix right now. Who's solid? And you know what? Maybe you can string it together for a while. But, but l- buddy, let me ask you this: Come on, you you, you're not you're not past Kentucky. How long? How long has Stoops been at Kentucky? Uh, he's on year nine, second longest uh, tenured yeah. coach in the SEC behind Nick Saban. Tom Allen hasn't even been at Indiana for five years, so we haven't had a chance to have that five year run. No, all no, I'm saying, yeah. all I'm saying yeah. is our trajectory is on a good path. Indiana, <laughs> maybe not right now. But they they will be better than Kentucky this season and in the future as well. Oh man, the you heard it here first. Okay, I'll write it down. I would ne- now let's let's be honest. I would never ever say this about basketball, and it probably will never be the case with basketball for what it's worth. Uh, I mean, it, you may have a better argument in basketball than you would in football. Not no. this upcoming, not not this upcoming season, but you know that can change in a drop of a hat. Football, it takes a long time to to get where you're going. I, I get why you're pumped up about Indiana. I would too about the future, but. You're coming off a pandemic season where the Big Ten didn't even know if they were going to be playing or not playing a month prior before the start of the season, and now you kind of snuck up on some folks. And it's been a nice run. You're right. He hasn't been there long. My, but all I was told from Roush just about 10 minutes ago was Hoosier Dingus said IU was better at UK than fo- at football, and I, so I just had to push back on it. I'll, I'll put my money where my mouth is. Like I said, I'll bet you all both Indiana has a better record. Yeah, and record's even a little dicey just because playing Big Ten versus SEC, but I'm okay with it anyways. UK's out-of-conference schedule should be four easy wins, so that that goes a long way. So I'm I'm cool with it. Uh, We'll we'll do that as well. We can roll over that Clippers bet, but uh, good. Happy to hear it. So was Trevor not even conceding that UofL was worse than Indiana as a program? How did that go? Because it kind of just sounds like, you know, like the Spider-Man meme with like three people, though, being like, no, we're better. We're better. No, we're better. So so did Trevor at least concede that UofL is at the bottom of the barrel? Trevor he, has lost his marbles. Yeah, we did get him to admit. He didn't say that it uh, – we got him to stand firm that if Louisville doesn't make a bowl, he will want Scott Satterfield out. But he was also doing the Archie Miller thing where with, with Justin where he's like, well, he shouldn't be – like, I, I don't think he should be gone. Like, it was a very odd dynamic, but we did get him hard and firm that if Louisville doesn't go to a bowl, he'll want Scott Satterfield out. Trevor was arguing that he liked Satterfield, TJ, because Satterfield's not the one out there catching the passes. Satterfield's (laughs) not the one throwing the passes. Very, very Archie Miller. And that's where the Archie Miller thing came from, because Archie's not shooting the free throws or the shots. Man, (laughs) super embarrassing take by trevor satterfield is the one whining about l's down he is the one going on radio shows being like well shucks fellers we need a quarterback we need a running back we need a wide receiver we need a safety uh we go ahead and we're gonna need everything Uh, he is the one doing that he is the one that during a pandemic season also was completely and totally uncompetitive when their goofball fans actually started to believe that they may actually go to the 
conference championship game. And to be honest with them, with the schedule they had, it was a pretty easy setup. Uh, that's a wild take by Trevor, but generally when people kind of ying, he'll yang. He'll when people zig, he'll zag. So um, he's he's being. He's being the contrarian. Oh, stonks are, stonks are low on Saddy Daddy. That's when Trevor buys in. So, uh, But that's good to hear that at least he says it's bull or bust. Normally, uh, Roush, if you're really excited about where things are, you don't have a bull or bust philosophy, but to each their own, I suppose. Oh, it's real cute. Real cute. It was like pulling teeth to get him to admit that too, TJ. <laughs> Oh, it was pretty rich, yeah. Uh, also, Justin, I'm all in on betting Kentucky more wins than Indiana. I mean, you've got Cincinnati in your non-conference. They were pretty good last year. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, look, guys, I could lose 40 bucks here. Who knows? But I, that's a bet I'm confident making. <laughs> Who's uh, – that, that's a pretty cool out-of-conference game. When yeah. is that one, Ralph? Th that's at home. That's September 18th. So We also three. play at Western. I believe I'm going to go to that game. Yeah, that's the week after, and you open with Iowa. So, um, tough little start. Even, you know, you've got an easy win over the Idaho Vandals. But, uh, yeah, not, not an easy uh, start. And then Penn State, Michigan State, Ohio State kind of gauntlet. Uh, Michigan State's going to stink. But, uh, yeah, I – you travel to Penn State too. You get Ohio State at home, but you know, let's be honest, you aren't you aren't winning that game. So yeah, I'm. I like this. Uh, I like where we're at with this bet there, sports soccer. Suck it, Hoosiers. Yeah, I feel I feel solid. I feel solid about it. But uh, yeah, hated hated missing the big guy on Friday's show. I heard good things. Reading just some of the text, not, not necessarily knowing exactly what y'all are talking about. Pretty funny to see, but. Uh, Appreciate Trevor filling in. We can't give him too much guff, otherwise he won't come back. So, uh, just glad he woke up early, and mm -hmm. you all had you all had a good time. We did, we did, and I think he, he he's prepared to come back later on this week. Whenever I I I will call it a vacation because I will be taking three. So it's five days. I think five days qualifies as a vacation. Yeah, we'll count it. That's fine. Yeah, yeah that counts. So. When we have kind of the reset of like, all right, most recent KRC vacations, I'll still be very far at the bottom because it's been a long time since I've had a vacation. I will. So I initially planned, we were supposed to have birthday party with a nephew. He got sick. So our weekend plans got completely scrapped. And it was very odd, TJ, to just have zero plans the day before a weekend. That, that just never happened. So Brooke and I had... Uh, you know, like an early anniversary night out. And I I hate how much I like going out in Southern Indiana. Like I, 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 I wow. I know it's really nice, man. I, but I, and I really just like, I hate how much I like it. it they, they completely shut down downtown Jeff, like all the streets. You can just walk around, do whatever. They've got good food, breweries. There was this dude playing live music that we didn't go to one show on the river stage to hear music because we like the live music so much at the place we were at like it's just it's just great it's nice so justin i hate to do this but i gotta give your estate some credit for being nice uh, hold on justin be careful here because what it sounds like is he's concluding including southern indiana now a for officially incorporated into the south end i don't know about that but i was just uh -huh. gonna say welcome to the good side of the river oh suck it <laughs> yeah seriously justin take, take out your suck it go on and suck it but no it's 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 it is nice and it's like you know what i guess i don't have to stop before going to the bridge i can 
go over just briefly over and still have a good time. Yeah, between uh, a lot of it's Kentucky's own fault, but Indiana definitely has improved uh, as much as it pains us to stay, say in terms of a actual destination place to go. Usually yeah. just uh, driving through. How long are we going to have to be in this state? And then before you know it, oh, good, we're out of it. Uh, but now gambling, Southern mm-hmm. Indiana kind of becoming a little bit cool. I, I, it, I, It's weird, Roush. It's certainly having a whole lifetime of just making fun of Indiana. Now we have to admit like, Oh, it's kind of a cool place to go from time to time. It, 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 it is our own fault too, because we gave them the walking bridge and then all of a sudden they're like, huh, people can come here easily. Like let's build nice things. Maybe the walking bridge was the, the glue that brought us together because I too have flipped my mindset on Kentucky. Whereas when oh. I was a kid, I hated it, but now I'm like, Oh, Kentucky's not that bad. They pay me money to go there and work. So Maybe I like Kentucky. Wow. Maybe we're all just getting older. Kumbaya, my yeah, Lord. we're just getting older and, so- <laughs> and softening up. That's all because of like the walking it. bridge. All because of the walking bridge, uh, which they had a fan UK U of O contest and they rigged it. People forget that uh, for oh, charity, yeah. which is yeah. always good, clean fun. No, Indiana, they they have they're like uh, Kentucky politicians are dumb and decision makers and leaders in Louisville also messing up. So how about we just try to lure them all over? And they did. And it worked. So congrats to the state of Indiana. We're saying nice things about you here on this Monday show. We had a great sports weekend, really all, all, all the days, uh, but really capped it off with a father's day. Roush, did you have a good father's day? I did. It was enjoyable. I didn't get my afternoon nap. Uh, but you know what? I'll ha- I'll take it. I was having fun. Had had a few cocktails. Got to hang out with my dad to start the day. I uh, got to hang out with some friends later on. Let the babies play. Duke uh, enjoyed splashing around in a pool for a little while. So all in all, a great day. And it, it really was a great sports day to the point where you had to be active on the remote to just bounce back and forth because uh, Devin Booker and the Suns. That game got kind of close at the end if you thought the Suns had it uh, in hand. And then the drama at the U.S. Open. I mean, it was it was like some of those guys forgot how to golf there on the back nine. I mean, there there was so many golfers bunched up. You thought they were going to make a run at it. And just everybody kept sucking it up. The the Of all of the, the mishaps that happened there, one of the funniest is, I mean, some of it's just because I'm a Bryson hater. But when Tory Pines is kind of up on cliffs a little bit and then it just drops off the side and you've got Bryson trying to drive through it and then he just ends up hitting a ball down the cliffs like, oh, man, they everybody. Oh, you also had Brooks hitting it from like one sand trap to another and Rory was all over the place. I mean, it was a complete disaster on that back nine. Um until John, you, you knew one was going to be able to survive, and John Rahm, man, he made some some great shots. To really, uh, it, it was it was almost like the perfect kind of golf watching experience because you got to watch people kind of melt away, and you also got to see somebody just play great right at the end of a round when he needed it most to come away with the dub. I was hoping Louis Eustazen's, uh Eagle chip was going to go in. No, it, it, you're 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 spot on with pretty much all of the analysis there. Uh, happy for John Rom, especially with how that the COVID stuff played out. That kind of seemed like a storybook 
finish and ending. Uh, so that was cool to see. And he had his little him. baby there too. Like, I mean, it, baby was probably like five months old, maybe. And it's first Father's Day. He's, I mean, those pictures are going to be awesome when he gets older. Like, there I am, first Father's Day, hanging yeah, out with the trophy. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm not a, I'm no parent, but the baby seemed borderline too young to be out there in the hustle and bustle. Oh no, come on, TJ. What, what, what do you like to say? Just because it's, uh, just because it's a little difficult doesn't mean you can't do it. That's a perfect time to bring a baby out. I'm sure he just they put him in a stroll and he slept as soon as they got off the course. It's a very small baby, very cute, very, very, very tiny. Very especially tiny he he had that like jumpsuit on and it just looked way too big on him. And I mean that's just that's hilariously cute. Yeah, and I'm sure also after the COVID stuff, they were probably like, "All right, next time you're even in the running, we're we're having everybody there. Like we're we're gonna we're gonna do it big, even the little even the little baby." That was a cute scene. I also like Louis Eustazen. Uh Generally, a little partial to Americans winning the U.S. Open, but I was happy with those international players because they're 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 mostly likable. Bryson DeChambeau's blow up was absolutely hysterical <laughs> he was hitting shots out there that would have really fit in on our scramble team from mm-hmm. a couple of weeks ago and do you know how much he, he i don't think like i don't think enough will be made of this but it definitely needs to be stated and stated over and over again he led at the turn he led with after 63 holes and the tournament oh, man and didn't finish in the top 25. He, he led that far down? Oh at the turn God. with nine holes to go. He was leading the U.S. Open, and he did not finish in the top 25 throughout those final nine holes. Cost himself $2.2 million. Wow. I, that, that's what I, a snowman will get you. I mean, he, goodness gracious. Plus six in his final round. And that was, like you said, after moving up at the start of it. Yeah, he must have been like plus eight or something or plus nine just in those final nine holes uh, alone. Pretty wild. But, you know, in that $2.2 million sort of deal, that's if he would have won. But even if he hadn't won, he still caught. I mean, he cost himself hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars uh, by dropping from first to outside the top 25. That was the definition of blow up, and you could even see in his face he was just like, "I don't care, I don't care." Just this this round cannot finish fast enough. But, Get me uh, off this golf course. <laughs> that that's the U.S. Open. It can make the best in the world kind of look like us if you don't concentrate, take your time each and every shot. But that was that was exciting. It certainly seemed like we were gonna have a playoff, but uh, John Rahm was able to put mm-hmm. make some unreal putts, and then Louie, uh, I don't think was aggressive enough, and. And the course kind of came to him, and we saw it happen. But fun final round of golf there. Good tournament. The one, the one I felt really bad for was Henley, who I don't think he was in the last – maybe in the second-to-last group. He was one of those guys going into the day, you're like, okay, I, I know how this goes. He's he's not going to be uh, near the top of the leaderboard at the end of the round. But he was in the top ten at one under, and he had a maybe six-foot putt whip out on the 72nd hole that knocked him out of the top 10. And for a guy oh. like that, that that's because I think in the top 10 too, not only is it big money, uh, a big money difference, but I also think it, it getting top 10 in the U S open gets in some other tournaments as well. So that was just a huge miss putt on, on, on the 18th. 
Oh, that's a bummer. I didn't I didn't know that. But we hope all the KRC dads had a happy Father's Day or got to spend time with uh, with their fathers. Longest day of the year yesterday, Roush. Now the days will get ever so slow or be shorter, I should say. And then in the winter, uh, they'll start to get in December, they'll start to get longer again. But every day a little bit shorter until December. And uh, the fathers deserved it. When we were leaving Rhode Island, we were up at like 4.30, 4.15, and the break of light was starting to happen. And <laughs> by, crazy. By, by 4.45, by the time we even got to the airport, it, I mean, it was sunny outside. And like I, I don't know how New Englanders do it. Uh, it is literally sunny at 4.45. And then, you know, with – with it being the longest day of the year, still doesn't get dark till late. So mm-hmm. long, long, long days. And then flying back to Louisville, you know, the, we could still see traces of the sun around like 9.45 p.m. or 10 p.m. even. You could see, you know, you couldn't see the sun, but you could still see some of the break of the light. So it was an especially long day for us. But I uh, hope all the fathers out there got, got, got what they wanted, which uh, seems like most fathers just ask for. Uh, how about a few hours? Just, you know, peace and quiet. So hopefully you all got that. Justin, did you get to did you get to do anything for your Father's Day? Get to go see Pops? Yeah, I went and hung out with him. We had some dinner last night, so it was all good. Yeah, it sounds that that sounds like uh, the perfect little day. So hope everybody I, enjoyed it. And I golfed with him on Friday, so that was wow. early, early Father's Day. Did you beat his butt? Uh, it was a scramble, so okay. Own ball, he would have killed me. Hey, that's that's you got to let your dad win Father's yeah. Day weekend. So, uh, good good way to look at it. All right, we're gonna hit a break. We'll come back. A lot of text from the weekend. We got more sports from the weekend to talk about as well. We'll talk UK, uh, maybe a little bit more NBA. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio. Okay. DJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kayla. We'll be right back. For when my eyes were watching hers, they closed, and I was still asleep. For when my hand was holding hers, she whispered words and I awoke. Welcome back to Kentucky Roll Call. Hey, you in my class? I am today. Welcome back. Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen here on your Monday morning, June 21st. Text on into the show, 502-414-1450. 502-414-1450. Easiest way to get in touch with the show. You text in, we read it on air, and we go 7 and on Monday through Friday. Fun first segment there, and uh, fun NBA game, Roush. Tons of UK players there in that Western Conference Finals game one. And not semifinals, we're, we're to the next round. Clippers versus the, <clears throat> excuse me, the Suns. And uh, fun first game, Suns have enough at the end to pull away. Missing some superstars in it, but still exciting. DeMarcus Cousins goes out there, makes a, a big difference. That was cool to see. Yeah, I was uh, a, a little less plugged into that game just because, you know, you, you had golf and everything else happening. But Devin Booker, 40-point triple-double, first-ever career triple-double. Uh, not, not a bad time to have it, game one without Chris Paul. I'm not I'm not really certain. Did, did they 
act like he could potentially be back for this next game? I thought so, but I'm not 100% sure. I thought that, like, you know, he, he when he'll be back, we're, we'll are we we'll have to wait and see, but it could be soon. Okay, okay, good. Uh, sooner he's back, the better for the Suns. But to get that win at home, to kind of set the tone for the series, uh, the, the Suns need a booker to play big in that game. But uh, I don't know about you, Terry. I, I know you were probably, you know, doing fun weekend getaway things, and you also had to get up early Saturday. So I don't know. Were you were you up late to watch the game seven overtime? We we had two game sevens. Were you, were, did you stay up late for both of them? Uh, no, no. Oh, we watched man. the. We didn't stay up for the the late. I didn't stay up for the late one. Couldn't do it. I uh, wanted to, just couldn't do it. Wasn't going to happen. Not in the cards. Uh, and then also, there's no chance that I would even stayed up once I saw that the Jazz were up by twenty five. So the Jazz. I, what, are, what are you talking about? You talking about the game on Friday, the one that I thought you were saying the game seven on Friday that the Jazz lost to the Clippers. Oh, I I, I was thinking about the most recent two game sevens. I completely forgot about that game seven. Didn't Man, you say, there's so many game sevens. Didn't you say Justin? Didn't he say Friday? I thought he said Friday, but I could have heard wrong. I just met the uh, the the Nets one, the late night one. Because that was pretty late, you know. They, of course, the, the NBA. They're like, all right, we've got two weekend games. Let's okay, wait to so, start them so, at eight o'clock. Well, that was that was on Saturday, yes. and we did watch. I did watch that. Correct. Okay. Nice. Uh, and, okay. and 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 but and watched the 76ers Hawks on Friday, which was another awesome game. Uh, did not stay up to see the Jazz get eliminated, though. And, I, and like I said, I probably wouldn't have because they were about twenty freaking five. That's crazy. The Jazz, the last two times they've gone out in the playoffs, up 3-1 last year, they lose the series. And then this year, they're up 2-0, and they are up 25 in, uh, in a game in a game six, a must-win game six, and, and they go on and they lose that one. But, yeah, you're right. I mean, that is funny. It's like, what, <laughs> what, what exciting game seven or elimination game are you specifically talking about? Because we, uh, we did have a lot of them. And then even that game seven last night, Hawks 76ers, that was a great time. No, it, it certainly was. And I I didn't think I liked hating on Philadelphia fans that much. I just I didn't know that was in me until I saw – I mean, s- some of it, like, they're fun because they're really bad losers. You know, they boo – so, like, it's always been kind of a fun thing to, to watch Philly fans melt down. But to have them – melt down because their best player is afraid to shoot a wide open layup i mean what a that 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 play it's it's it still shocks me to see ben simmons they're they're like there's a screenshot of him just right underneath the basket and it's so hard to comprehend that he did not score two points he passed it to somebody else who went into two players and did not score just unbelievable he's a joke yeah. <laughs> wow. Uh, it kind of is a joke. Like, I, you know, I don't really, bl- I don't blame people for being like overrated necessarily, but uh, the, for somebody that's gotten so much hype his entire life, like, when has he ever really, really lived up to it? Uh, but again, not necessarily his fault, but it is his fault making that pass in that situation. And Roush, I don't want you to get all triggered or whatnot, but there's memes on Twitter and Instagram and even even on TikTok, 
Uh, I hope you're hope you're sitting down. Mm-hmm. But of of like Ben Simmons overpassing because he knows just how bad he is offensively. Oh yeah, I've seen one of those videos. Yeah, yeah. and they're like yeah. really dramatic, but they're are, they are kind of funny and they're goofy and whatnot. This was literally that. Like it, like it was like, I mean, game on the line. You just need a bucket. Go on and score the bucket. Oh, look what you got! You got a wide open dunk. Not even a layup. You got like an easy dunk, uh, and and maybe to the point where you're also going to get fouled because you got some guys coming in late. And what do you do? You you think you're going to make an easy? Like you're going to what? You're giving it up? You're giving it somebody that's got people more people around him than you do? Like uh, silly, just absolutely silly. Uh, the Seventy Sixers. You can trust the process all you want, but it seems broken. And I like Doc, but the the late game collapses and the no-show's late and not playing Tyrese Maxey, and then you do play him and he does really well, and then you don't really play him as much as you should again. And uh, they're they're an absolute mess. Not a huge Philly fan, so I'm all right with it. I think the Bucs have to be thrilled that they're going to get the Hawks, but uh, this is fun. We get to see like what little baby Trey Young can do as he leads this team. So, and he was, gosh, how bad was Trey Young? If you all watched that oh, game, and, it, and the thing was, is I so I, I did want to read two quick stats. Okay. Uh, so Ben Simmons, eight points in Game Five, six points in Game Six, five points in Game Seven. Yikes! They were the number one overall seed and lost three games at home in the Eastern Conference semifinals. And Doc Rivers, I believe it's now 29 losses. That, that tweet was going around this morning from ESPN Stats and Info. Most losses in playoff clinching games in NBA history by a head coach. So that one's for our man Trevor Kelsey, who loves to hate on him. But the difference between Trey Young and Ben Simmons is that Ben Simmons, struggling offensively, gets opportunities, shies away from him. Trey Young is about a foot shorter than Ben Simmons, but Trey Young was trying to fight every single person on that court the entire time out there. I absolutely loved it. His hair is still very stupid, but you know what? He was one of nine at one point. He was still pulling up from five feet behind the three-point line. Didn't care. Was still being aggressive. Was still getting in people's faces. I love it, man. I I, I wasn't th- – this really has become the Trey Young playoffs to a degree, and – I. As much as he became a villain in Madison Square Garden, I just enjoy how much he embraces the hate, how much uh, he's just a spitfire, man. And that mentality, that's going to take him places. And that's why why his team won and Ben Simmons' team lost. He was ready to go down swinging. Can you imagine if the way KD's been playing, if they would have advanced and you got KD and Trey Young for seven games? Oh, I don't think we'd get to to seven games in that series, unfortunately. But, yeah, the games we'd get, though, my goodness, wouldn't those be a blast? Man, and I guess we we can go ahead and talk about that game now, Justin. I – the Bucs. So, like, the Bucs are kind of like the Sixers in my mind as a team that they've been right there for the last few years, but they just can't get over the hump. And – when Kyrie got hurt and Harden got hurt, he's, I mean, he's played most of those games, but it was like, all right, here's your opportunity. You, you've got to take down Durant, though. I mean, it, hey, you, you only get this moment so many times. It's kind of like when Mahomes got hurt for the Chiefs, and it's like, Browns, here's your moment. Like, you, this, 
This is the only time you're going to be able to get the Chiefs like this. You got to take advantage of it. And the Browns didn't. And I thought the Bucks were going to be in the same boat, even though they 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 were they were hanging around well. I I thought they were out of it. Then Drew Holiday, that I I completely forgot he even played for the Bucks. Drew Holiday sparks an 8-0 run. They take a late lead, and you think, okay, here's where you cruise out. And they did the worst thing you could possibly do. And that's give Kevin Durant the ball back with a chance to win the freaking game. There's two seconds on the shot clock, Brooke Lopez. Just shoot the damn ball. Like the worst thing you can do is have a shot clock violation. And that's what he he, he catches the ball. Like, what are you drawing up a play for Brooke Lopez anyway? He's like your fourth option. You're gonna give him the ball in the corner. Shoot the ball. It, worst case scenario, the ball bounces off the rim and they take a timeout, and you have three less seconds to work with. Everybody in America knew that Kevin Durant was going to go down and hit a shot. The Bucks are just lucky that his toes were on the line. Very lucky. Would have changed the entire series and uh, maybe the rest of this NBA playoffs if it's not on the line. But that was a, a super exciting finish, and everybody thought when that game was going to overtime that, like, all right, Nets are going to cruise. Like, mm-hmm. KD, his heroics right. are going to be enough, hitting two – absolute must-have jumpers in the final 50 seconds or whatever it was, uh, and now they're able to get extra time. It's it's going to be over. So credit to the Bucks though, for finding a way to win in that OT. Uh, that was an impressive way. That was an impressive win on the road. And now I really – will anybody be surprised? I mean, the Hawks are the one that probably you, you'd put forth. But between the Suns, the Clippers, and the Bucks, anybody's NBA Finals. Really, anybody's. Especially if Kawhi comes back, you know, that adds a whole new dynamic. I don't, I don't know what his status is as of late, but I did, I did want to shout out Brooke Lopez though. Cause it was a very much John Calipari, Mike story about Michael Kidd Gilchrist getting beat back door, but he doesn't give up on the play. Brooke Lopez blocking Durant's shot because there were so many times late in the fourth quarter that it, just KD was making a move and you're like, okay, well, he's going to score this. Lopez helped off ball. And I think at the time, the Nets, they had only made one bucket. Hell, they might have only made one bucket that whole overtime. They were gassed. Uh, but Durant drives the lane. You think he's going to have a nice, easy finish off the, off the glass. Lopez blocks the shot. The Bucks go down and score. And that really changed overtime and, and gave him a chance to win. So shout out to him for getting some redemption, even though when that happened, I was ready to deport him. I mean, my goodness, that was... It's like, are you, you're going to take that shot? Are you, you're not even going to take that shot? What are you doing? So, the shout out to the Bucks, Buck, yes, uh, you're moving on. And now they're Eastern Conference Finals two out of three years. So, uh, we do get a break from the action tonight. And I think, I think as sports fans, as a collective whole, it's, we probably need this day to exhale because it was a pretty, pretty wild sports weekend. Yep. It was, uh, it was a lot. It was good, and uh, we certainly will get a break today. No NBA games at all today, but uh, but exciting stuff over the weekend. Let's take a break. We'll come back. Uh, exciting UK basketball weekend, weirdly yeah. enough. A lot of visits, some offers, all that sort of deal. We'll come back. We'll talk about some of that. We'll talk football as well, and we'll get into the text line, 502-414-1450. You're listening to KRC here on Big X Sports Radio. TJ Walker. Nick Roush and Justin Kalen will be back after this.
Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call. They'll be like, well, they were they were 11 seed, but they're going to return four of their five starters and then six of their top seven scorers. 13 starters coming back, 22 letterman. Uh, they're they're a team to watch out for next season. This arm ready to throw about two thousand yards next fall. It's like, well, they weren't that good though. Looking tough. Welcome back, Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio, ninety six one FM, fourteen fifty AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen here. Time is running out for the hottest financing deal of the year at Genesis Diamonds. Listen up. You have until June 30th to take advantage of this. You're not going to want to waste time. You can pick up any item at Genesis Diamonds, any of them, and you're not going to pay anything down, and you can spread your payments over five years. Sometimes you'll see them do this deal around like Christmas time or maybe the holidays. They're throwing you a bone by doing this in the middle of the summer. Maybe you've got a birthday or an anniversary, and you say, you know what, the holiday season, that doesn't really – line up for my jewelry purchasing needs now they're doing it in the summer they're giving you zero down spread your payments over five years the folks love it so much genesis said we're going to do it in the summer we're going to do a summer surprise sale this is what they're doing you can surprise your significant other maybe with an eternity band or designer necklace i don't know you could go you, you could go earrings there's, you could go, they've got it all at Genesis Diamonds. You're going to get the best Genesis price, and you're going to lock it in for zero interest financing for five whole years. And no, you don't have to put down a big down payment to do that. You don't have to put anything down. This is an opportunity. doesn't come around often. Genesis does not do this often. You're not going to want to miss it. So again, five years, zero interest financing, nothing down, now through June 30th, and that's only at Genesis Diamonds. And they want you to know it's only on approved credit, but they do that there in store. It's very easy. It's very quick. So check them out. They're on Shelbyville Road, Shelbyville Road Plaza. That's our friends at Genesis Diamonds. Nick Roush? I got some bad news, though, Terry. What's that? I've been told the stream is down. We made it almost an entire hour, and it's gone back down. Uh, we, so, had a hell, we had a hell Justin, of a run. I'm on it. Snap to it, buddy. You're the man. Wow. Way to fix that fixer upper there. Uh, and also, I, I do have some some good news, though, sure. Terry. It's uh, actually, I didn't have some good news. I was I was trying to come up with some quickly while like the wheels were turning in my head. Um, so you don't have anything? That's embarrassing. I, I, I really don't. I just wanted to get off well, the bad news as quickly as Kentucky's possible. offered you know? Derek Lively. That happened this weekend while we're kind of in, in a spot where some of us can't listen. Although, I'm just telling folks that like the, the more that we have this live stream go down, uh, people just aren't going to tune back in. because Streams up. Good. There. That's what I like to hear. Way to go, Justin. You're the man. Yeah. Uh, Kentucky offered Derek Lively, who visited. And uh, but the bigger news over the weekend, they've made a few other offers. We'll talk about that. Jalen Lewis Lewis was earlier in the week and whatnot. But the stuff that got a lot of people all worked up. Shepard, Reed Shepard, Kentucky reached out, reached out to him, didn't offer. But everybody's just waiting. When are we going to reach out to Reed? They finally do, Roush. So can people calm down? No, of course not, Terry. We're not calming down for nothing for nobody. When it Reed Shepard is not already in a Kentucky uniform, now, I, 
I will say that there was uh, because the, the the tournament, the big tournament, was happening at Collins High School in Shelby County, and you know, of course, he put up some some crazy fun highlights. You know, like dunking on people. He had like a, an and one jump shot where he got his legs taken out. Still, still makes it for you know a 12, 15 footer, but. I, there was a degree of oh, so uh, Tony Bennett is spending all this time watching Reed Shepard, and there's no UK assistant there. Like, are they even talking to him? We did at least find out that they had spoke with him. They have reached out. Uh, he said that he's looking for a college that feels like home. Well, you know where Kentucky is, TJ, in Lexington. Yeah, well, that's not far from his home. So yeah, but he says I, I don't know. He didn't feels say like exactly home. when he talked to him though. Oh, feels like home. Okay, mm -hmm. okay. Well, you know, it can feel like home, close to home. But uh, yeah. So he said that he's he's had he's coach Antigua said what's up. Did he say when? I'm sure a lot of people, um, you know, were hoping that it was the first day that they've been talking all the time. But it doesn't kind of sound like that's the case. No, he's definitely not being – it certainly doesn't seem like he's being made a priority by Kentucky, and that is what it is. And you and I both kind of agreed that we felt like he's going to get offered at some point. It'll probably be on the visit. It'll be more memorable and whatnot. Uh, but he continues just to play really well. So I, where I stand on the whole Reed Shepard stuff, I generally – people lose their minds when it comes to Kentucky kids being recruited by Kentucky. I, I have the philosophy and I think more people should take this philosophy of don't really care so much where a kid's from worry more of how they would fit in what they bring to the program. And that doesn't mean everybody needs to be a superstar. It doesn't mean everybody needs to be a high end recruit that, you know, has to go out there and get those. You need to get the Lance wares. You need to get people that are going to hang around in the program for, several years and then when you mix in a legacy and somebody a kentucky kid it is somebody kentucky should be just making sure they know that they're interested in if you don't want to pull the trigger on an offer yet because you don't know what the numbers are going to look like or you don't want him taking somebody else's spot i'm all right with that and the people that have major issues there are some good points to be made with all that normally mm -hmm. you don't use all the scholarships he's not going to scare anybody away you can get them on board and you can there's truth to a lot of that stuff but my general philosophy is I don't care where somebody's from. You trust Kentucky staff to normally do a good job with this sort of stuff. But I will say with this, you know, this is a top 40 dude that's yeah. in your backyard that is a UK legacy. Like, you should probably be, you know. <laughs> right. He's it's like, not like he's bad, you know. I mean, it's one thing when you have uh, your, your guys who are – the kind of I, I'm, I'm so what was the kid that is he's going to Western? I felt like he was recruit forever. The point guard Zion Harmon. Oh, okay, so like sure. he he's kind of an example of a guy who like okay maybe this guy'll be pretty good, but like you know Kentucky doesn't need to go all in. Whereas like in in Shepard's case, he actually is kind of fitting the bill of a UK recruit. So the whole the 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 profile I think. It, it matches a normal UK recruit. So that's when, uh, like you said, TJ, um, it should be about how good they are. And I think he is good enough and he checks a lot of different boxes. So it would be nicer if they maybe showed a look. Like, it, it does feel like they're doing the bare minimum right now. 
Yeah, no, it, it, it does. And generally they have a rhyme for the reason. Maybe there really is something there or more with the shepherd cow sort of beef. There's been more kind of made of that over the last few weeks, but I, I not to, and things can, we can have an opinion where it's not like people need to be outraged by it, but I do, I, I agree. I do think it's a, it's a recruitment where if it's not a legacy or let's say, you know, he lives an hour away, but it's in Ohio or it's in Indiana or something like that. I know that may be tough to do necessarily coming from Lexington, but, uh, or Northern Tennessee, like it's still, if it's somebody that lives close by, it's still somebody that you probably would recruit regardless of it being well, a legacy. It's just, it's a top 40 dude. You need some of those here and there. So uh, the, I, I would keep in touch with them at a minimum. Yeah. And the thing that I, I don't want to say I worry about, but like, so CJ Frederick wasn't ranked as highly and he also wasn't as good at such a young age. But it turned out he turned out to be a really, really good player, and then you had to wait till two years later to get him. So just I, I, don't do that with Shepard. You know, <laughs> don't 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 wait to get him until later on. Like this, when you could have him early on. I, I, I don't know if that that sounded kind of dumb coming out of my mouth, but I feel like that it isn't. They aren't so different, and that they're both guards who can shoot it pretty well, and they also are good enough to run point for you i would think shepherd's an even better uh point guard prospect from at least a distributing standpoint so i i I just don't know you prioritize that in the transfer portal you can at least do that with a kid a kid you don't have to make it all of your kids like maybe maybe that's where they're 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 thinking is terry that they want to go after the big time athletes and high school recruits and then they can get shooters from the portal but this is one in your own backyard. To yep, you need to you need to find a way to make it happen. Uh, Travis Graff, Jack Pilgrim, they were raving about Reed wow. over the weekend. Wow. Let's go to our hour one break. We'll come back. Hour two, we'll get to the text line, 502-414-1450. More recruiting talk. We'll get some football talk and a weekend full of text. It's going to be a good time. You're listening to KRC here on Big X Sports Radio. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kaler. Come along and have some fun. Well, I got to let you know. Over? You say over? I ain't heard no family! Welcome back for hour two of Kentucky Roll Call. Nothing is over until we decide it is! With Walker and Roush. We're just getting started, bro. Welcome back, hour number two, Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio, 96.1 FM, 1450 AM, TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen here on your Monday morning. Roush, did you uh, check out our friends at Salsaritas over the weekend? Oh, no, I didn't. I need to. I I really do. I've got a hankering, and i got to get some before I I hit the road later on this week. I I have to because it's... it's, I'm addicted. I'm addicted to those chips. They're they're too good, Terry. Yeah, before we left on Thursday for the weekend getaway, we were like, we haven't had lunch today. 
and you know we're not getting in till super late Thursday night. We need to grab something quick before we get to the airport. Went and, and scooped us some salsaritas, delicious as always, easy, quick. Uh, we ordered on the app, so it was just waiting for us when we got there. It it doesn't it doesn't get better than the salsaritas app from a saving money standpoint or just a uh, just an ease convenience you walk in it's already ready for you you can do that and like i said you will also save money so it's double double trouble uh but there's no trouble at all when you're doing anything with salsarita so check them out middletown or st matthews download the app save yourself some money and you won't regret it all right should we get to the text line uh yeah or actually i want to mention two things while they're on the forefront of my mind uh the olympic trials were over the weekend a big shout out to kendra aka kenny harrison the former wildcat who missed out on the olympics in 2016 but qualified for the 100 meter hurdles she'll be in tokyo and so will uh pat 40's daughter brooke 40 the swimmer from sacred heart in stanford gonna be repping the team usa over in Tokyo. So shout out to them for making it. I, I was a little bummed. Uh, one of my neighbors, well, two of my neighbors are uh, track and field athletes and the wife, she missed out on the high jump, but the husband, Rod, Roderick Townsend, he will be, uh, he's in a couple of events in the Paralympic Games. So, and he also was the Paralympic high jump world record holder. I think that he still holds that right now. So he'll be able to rep Team USA, but she she was not high enough to to set the Olympic standard. It's real weird. Like I, I've tried to figure out how this stuff works. It's not – you don't have to just finish in your top three. You also have to surpass a certain threshold, and we only had one person in the women's high jump do it. So unfortunately, Ty couldn't make it. But, hey, we still got a, a good contingency uh, – from that they have kentucky ties they're gonna be repping team usa over in tokyo next month yeah all right that's good to, that's good to hear it feels like these olympic qualifiers have been on tv for the last eight months really i mean i've just started noticing the swimming on like last week in prime time i think it's just because they're putting it on prime time so you're noticing it more well dub but like a, a, a week of prime time on nbc for every night for a week that's a lot just for swimming like let's just yeah, um, i mean let's, the, let's take it easy a, yeah, but we dominated it. So they, you know, they, we've got a lot of swimmers going through there. You know, well, it's cool seeing like Michael Phelps in the stands a little bit for the few times that I watch. See, I, I like watched the first night because I thought it was like a one night thing, and that's why I was on prime oh. time and it was going to be a big deal. And then now it's like I'm watching golf, and they're like, if you're waiting for the Olympic trials, just hold on. I was thinking to myself, if you're waiting for the Olympic trials, you should have watched like the first thirty other nights because uh, you know what? Else, what more? What more has to be determined? But. uh but I think it's over now. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yes. Uh, at least for uh, there might still be like another thing here or there, but I think for the most part it's over. Uh, and Ryan Lochte, he was trying to get back as a 36 year old. Uh, would have been I think the oldest swimmer in U.S. Olympic history. Uh, but yeah, he uh, he he missed out on it. Finished seventh. Oh, he didn't. He didn't make individual it. Individual medley. Yeah. Yeah. So oh, would have been a little sad. Fifth just a little Olympics, sad. so not not yeah. really, not really all that. He, he's a out, fun, but... he's a fun, love, uh, lovable kind of doofus, you know. But just like you know, it doesn't seem all that terribly long ago that we were people were like a swimmer smoked pot. I know that was more Michael Phelps, but Lochte was like right. 
you know, he had he had his drama as well. Yeah, These athletes yeah, that we only hear yeah. about once every four years. His was uh, getting drunk in Rio and like writing his name in a gas station bathroom. Like, oh yeah, or like taking down that like little sign or something. Yeah, this is really dumb stuff, you know. Yeah, good, 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 clean fun. Uh, all right, what do you you want to get to that text line? He he did not make it, so probably you want, you want to, All right, what do we got Let's first here? Five zero two four one four fourteen fifty. Uh, the text line. This goes back from the end of Friday's show all throughout the weekend. Whatever you had to say, if you text it in during the weekend, we'll read it on the air. And starting off, Roush, do you have it pulled up by chance? Yeah. Okay. said, well, it took nearly two hours, but the tension between Trevor and Justin finally spilled over. Were there any, like, shots about, like, I'm a better producer? No, I'm a better producer. Uh, oh, definitely. Definitely. And it, at one point, I, I was really worried that it, it was a good thing that Trevor was out of town or else they would have just, it, it could have gotten bloody. Oh, Yeah. Yeah, yeah, could have been real gnarly. I also like too that Trevor, <laughs> Trevor was very he he was staying at a hotel and I think North Carolina and he was like, so Justin, do you think I can get away with smoking cigarettes in here? And he's like, well, what kind of hotel is it? And it, it was not a it was a, it was kind of a nice one. He's like, oh yeah, they'll know, <laughs> they'll know, and there will be two hundred fifty bucks. And so Trevor had to suck it up and not smoke a cigarette. Mm. I, don't, I don't know that i buy that though nick i mean I'm, I'm sure he probably went into the bathroom and hit up the vent yeah yeah and we even gave him time to take a smoke break we were going to talk golf because he refused to like acknowledge golf as a sport so we, we even gave him the pass and he he wouldn't take it poor bastard that's funny he was legitimately asking if he could smoke a cigarette in a room of course you can't trevor you dingus Damn liberals don't have smoking rooms anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. That's good to hear. It's good to hear that there's tension and drama. I think, Justin, you need to take shots at Trevor every chance you get. I mean, if he wants to be a doofus with Louisville, I will. Wow. Yeah. Louisville doofus and the Hoosier dingus. So he just wouldn't accept that, like, you were saying IU was better? I wasn't even saying IU was better. We were just talking about how much of a crap show that Louisville is, and he just wasn't buying it. It was really funny, too, at one point, uh, because, you know, it's one thing to hear it from me, but then Justin coming in, like, the fact that you can't accept it, how bad your program is, like, it, it was along those kind of lines. It's like, yes, yes, this is what we need. Oh, Justin coming in. Loved it. That's good stuff. Heard good things. Everybody likes hearing from the big guy. For, like, you know, a certain time span, and then you're just, you're like, gosh, Trevor, just, you can't be, you're being so stubborn here. Uh, that's why we love them. Texter says, 8 p.m. on a Friday, and my six-year-old son is telling my wife about the one time someone on Kentucky Roll Call told Nick Roush to kiss his ass. Good radio, boys. Justin, can you, <laughs> can you play that little video? Uh, yeah, I can. Uh, it's, uh... It's if you just scroll down the the text line, you know it's it's like ten or twelve down, ten down or something like that. Uh, it's pretty cute. We won't be able to hear it, Roush, but mm -hmm. if uh, if oh, if Justin, if you want to play that real quick and let us know when it's done, that'd be great. All right, here we go. Okay. <laughs> what do you say, Graham? 
my one morning on Kentucky Roll Call, this guy called me and said, you can tell Nick Mom, Rick to kiss my ass. <laughs> 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 this is exactly I'm not, I'm talking about. <laughs> I was like, what are you talking about? What? <laughs> You need to have Nick for the kitten, Suck it. <laughs> yeah, cute, very cute video. I like that laugh, Justin. <laughs> cute little, cute when you, little kid. When, yeah. we, when we don't hear the video, too, you just hear Justin like, <laughs> like yeah. a laugh without being prompted is very hilarious. <laughs> That that You're is welcome. true, uh, but look what Blankenspanker's doing. He's getting he's getting kids to say potty words all throughout the nation. Goodness gracious, what a jerk! But that I'm... that was that was a cute little video. Thanks for sharing it with us. And we're always thrilled when people have their kids listen to KRC, molding uh, young minds. Roush. Yep. We're just, if, if there's one thing that we are, it's great influences on the youths of America. Uh, we've been told that time and time again every time uh one texter says good morning guys i hope y'all had a great weekend and tj if you're still in rhode island i hope you're enjoying it sadly the road trip is almost over we love maine so much we stayed two extra days that forces to make the extra long 12 and a half drive 12 and a half hour drive from maine to shenandoah national park in one ride so we like to drive through the night instead of an all-day car ride that way the kids sleep through the entire ride and we'll have more time in Shenandoah tomorrow. With that said, it's 3 a.m. and I'm driving into Delaware currently with enough caffeine in my veins to outrun a Bob Baffert dope doors and blaring dubstep music in my AirPods. What music do you all listen to when you're trying to stay awake? Oh, uh, dubstep's a good one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, you know, what is it? EDM is what I think they, they call, uh, you know, electric proper yeah. yeah yeah that that always works but that, that you know there's so much stuff you don't really think about until you're a parent um or you know you just have no reason to but that that's got to be just a game changer i'd much rather be tired to the point of like you know not to the point of dozing off but i'd much rather be tired if it means everybody in the car is quiet and we can have a nice peaceful ride than having you know three or four kids just going bonkers in a car so good move, good uh, veteran move on your part. It sounds like. I hope you made it safely. I bet you probably did. But no, I, I I go with the I go with the music that's got a little bit more pop into it. Same stuff as everybody, you know, rap music, EDM stuff. Got a little mm-hmm. extra kick to it that's gonna get your head bobbing a little bit more instead of snoozing. Yeah, I'm also uh, I'm I'm also a big fan of like so. It, the the music can do it for a while for me podcasts somehow get my mind just focused on that and so so the hours will kind of go back quicker but there there does become a breaking point where you've just got to like wham to something to keep you up because if not then man the airpods really have changed the game too you know so it's not like everybody you know just you man now i'm now i'm uh, getting psyched for a road trip I can't do I can't do podcasts if I'm trying to stay awake. I, I love listening to podcasts when traveling, but if it's something that like is is used as a means to help me stay alert, podcasts just sometimes will knock me out. Yeah, that's what they do for my wife. So, uh, you know, 
Like I'll pop that in so she's happy and can be well rested to deal with baby once we get to destination. So that's that's my strategy. Uh, Texter says, TJ, you definitely strike me as that guy that wore his Sanex intramural tank top with a backwards hat while lifting weights. Just talking in general, were you really a Sanex kid if you didn't do that? Well, that's the thing is that's pretty much every Sanex kid. You'd wear that those intramural tank tops. If you still have them, you're like it's how long you can keep them after you're at Sanex. I don't. I still have one. I'm sure somewhere. But Roush Sanex's intramural basketball jerseys. They were really cool. They were just like good good tank tops and they were different colors of all sorts and just a real like authentic retro look. But uh, that's what they're, I guess this is the same X kid. Cause they know what we're talking about, but yeah, that's the thing you, you wear those, you wear those until you can't wear them anymore one way or another. But uh, so yes, I was that kid. Oh man. I, this is a kind of similar, but I've, I went to an estate sale that was like a couple blocks away. Uh, my buddies were like, yeah, they, there's a bunch of stuff here. Y'all should come look through it. And I looked through this old, like five old boxes of hats. And I found some really cool stuff from like the 96 Olympics. Just going to be wearing old hats, any sort of old stuff. Like I, I'm really disappointed that I didn't steal like an old uh, DeSales practice jersey back in the day to wear around like the old pennies. I, cause I'd be wearing that all summer long too. Just uh, so I, I can, I can get with that, that sense of style. Although I do have to say that, um, suck at saying X. Yeah. Wow. And, uh, congrats to Trinity. Congrats to Trinity on their baseball state championship and I mean, to Butler on their softball state champion. Good weekend for, for Louisville. Yeah. And, uh, but also Trinity, I mean, can we not get classes in like every sport, but basketball? Oh, I mean, suck it. Suck it. No, but we don't like, need Trinity run rule. Oh. It's way to the state championship. They, in the play in the state tournament, that they run they had the run rule in every game except one that's just insane it's and guess not, what like, give the other and, kids a chance to win like, come oh on. God, suck it you loser i cannot believe i'm hearing this from you of all people i can't believe i would expect it from like from, no, from I john no, i'd expect no, it i'd no. expect it from i'd expect it from scott not in central Kentucky or something like that, but not Nick Roush. Uh, we need more winners. I, people, I, 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 oh, they don't get the trophy. We need to get them the trophy. Then win. Win. You should have won. One state champion? That's dumb. It's just That's, dumb. It's, it's, it's literally it's, not dumb. Now Trinity knows that they are the best baseball team in the state. Nobody is better than they are. That's it. They're the best Ralph. team. Roush, how can you be okay with it for basketball, but not everything else? That doesn't make any sense. Because it only makes sense to do it in basketball because it's like a thing. Like the, it's, the Sweet 16 is its own event. To so not have any other sports, is... you're just discouraging growth in other sports. The biggest one so, is volleyball. So, like so you're doing, volleyball you're doing is only going to be won. Volleyball is only going to be won by five schools in the state of Kentucky for all eternity because they only have one state champion. It doesn't help the sport at all. It's really dumb. Who, I don't who know cares? Why I is, it, it. is it Kentucky's winning? More people winning state championships helps the sport? Yeah. It it helps the sport because then you can get a team. Uh, I mean, I, like, you you can get teams from different areas. Yes, it encourages uh, kids to play in sports in other areas if they can have some success if there's not just, like, a roadblock to it and they know they're going to lose eventually. I just don't You're, know why you have you have classes in some sports but you don't in others. Like you only have it in football and in track and field, and that's pretty much it. Is that right? 
Don't like, know. Why those uh, I'm sure. Why can't? I'm why, sure they. Why, I'm sure they like, probably have it in more. Like Mook can. Mook is a proud of of Holy Cross being a track and cross. Like that's good for the school when they win state championships in track and field and cross country. And you could be doing that in other sports as well. So why don't you? Like it's 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 better for the school. It's better for Literally, the town, it's better for the kids. Yeah. It's one really of your most dumb, w- w- one really of your most embarrassing takes. One state champion. Literally one of your most embarrassing takes you've ever had in the history of this radio show. Nick, you, if you could only have it one way or the other, classes in all sports or no classes in the state of Kentucky? Classes in all sports. That's yeah, so because, because he, all, 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 yeah, all you're doing all you're doing is working towards getting rid of it in basketball. Just so you know, who cares in baseball? Yeah, and I don't care. I don't care too. And, and right. part of it too is the it, it would tick me off that the seventh region tur- or the sixth region tournament getting out of that thing was like a uh, it, it, it would make me so damn mad because if there were classes in basketball, you best believe that I would have been playing in state championship games. Like it frustrated the hell out of me that we had to then, get out of that hey, stupid sixth region. Drop me nuts. But you know what? I'm fine with keeping it that way in basketball because that's the way it has been the way it's always going to be i'm fine with that it's a big event but for the other sports you should like my, my school was on the verge of closing we go to a football state championship game now we've got our own field millions of dollars injected to it it's good for the schools if you can have more success and right now they're just choking other schools out of it trinity barely got by mail and saying x even to get out of the seventh region the yeah. system ain't that broken, dude. They were the best baseball team in the state. They won. Just because we didn't give out five other trophies to worse teams, I don't think that's a sign of uh, we're not growing the sport in the state. That's such a loser take. We need to give more champions. People are no, sad. No, then be, the be better. Be better. Hey, Roush, you would have played for state championships in, 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 if you would have been better. No offense. If your teams would have been better, then you would have you would have had what you're talking about. If DeSales was a better baseball team, they would have beaten Trinity, but they weren't. So what you're saying is you want to reward worse teams. Just, yes. Uh, because, okay. No, because, and, and, and here's fine. the thing. You, you can, I, I don't. Right. I'm, I'm anti-rewarding worse here, teams. Here's, here's the difference, too, Terry. So uh, because my wife has a much different perspective, she has she's from a town with two stoplights. Uh, they win lots of state championships, and it's very good for their area. Like, I just I, I I don't know why you how you can discount disregard the benefit elsewhere. The loser mentality is the like Larry Vaught tweet like, oh, the public schools aren't going to like seeing the private schools win all this. It's like, dude, we're not getting the thing where like the this Catholics is, need to have their own championship. That's dumb. That's Indiana the same does thing. that. That's it's the dumb. same thing. It's no, the same it's thing. Not. It's not yeah, even close you to want, the same. Yes, thing. it is. You because want because it's not. It's not winners. good for the kids. It's not good for growing the sport. That's not my whole point on this, and it's really driving me insane that you're taking such a hard line. Like, oh, you just want more winners. I do because I think it's good to have ki- for schools and kids to have some sort of path to success where they don't always in other sports. Like, that, there, there's just there's a ceiling that some schools are just never going to be able to break through, particularly in rural counties. So, yes, I'm pro having kids that live in small towns why, why have a can't, chance to succeed. Why can't rural counties break through? Says who? Says Nick Roush from Louisville. Says that rural counties can't do it. Well, they can't. They can't. They can't play with the big boys. I think a lot of people would take exceptions to that big dog. <laughs> well, well, it's a little and, bit and different you, when and, you and have you, you have different resources in schools that only have like let's say four hundred kids versus fourteen hundred kids. Like, there's a very substantial difference to the amount of kids you're drawing from and the amount of money that you have in the school to be able to develop that talent. Like, I, I don't think you can. 
comparing Trinity to Harlan High School, it's an it's a huge difference. And that's why they have the All A tournaments and teams are very proud of what they accomplish in the all-a tournaments i just don't know why that they can't give them an a, 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 something that's actually a part of the khs AA as a for a postseason instead of just having to have the all-a classic you're you're probably going to win out in baseball and maybe some other sports and someday uh, sadly i hope it doesn't but someday it will probably happen in basketball too and then when there's like six different baseball state champions and nobody really even remembers any of them I couldn't, I couldn't name maybe but two state football champions when there's six of them. Uh, and that's fine. I'm not going to remember random high schools for the most part anyways. But uh, someday you're going to probably get what you want, Roush, and I hope you're happy about it when you do, when they award six teams for winning state champions just because, um, you know, you, you got to grow. That's, that's our responsibility, I guess, to grow the state. By, why stop at six? Why not have 30? I why never we, said six. I, I really think three is good. I think three but, would be nice. But That's imagine for track and field. But imagine it'd how be, many people nice. will keep involved if we did four or five. You know. You know what? I think why everybody stop, should get a participation three? trophy too. Let's do at that. a minimum. Yeah, yeah. At a everybody minimum. gets no. Give them the rings too. <laughs> That's the thing the kids get now. Which like we can all agree. That's really dumb, right? What? The rings. That's I. I've got. There's kids. Every time they win a baseball tournament, they get a ring. Now it's like, can we not just get like a? Little trophy. I, I I don't I don't understand the ring thing. Kids are getting rings. Uh, I mean, high school oh, yeah. high school kids that win state championships always get rings. No, no, yeah, that those are worth it. That's like worth working for. Like my kid, my uh, cousins who play ten year old travel ball. When they win a tournament, they don't get a medal or a little trophy afterwards. They get like a just a really uh, oversized ring that's like made of cheap plastic or something. Like I that's, love, that's I their love, reward now. I'm I'm actually all right with it to be honest with you. Like I know exactly what you're talking about. Those little cheap plastic rings. When we buy those jerseys from China, like those cheap ones back in the yeah. day, when we buy them, you could get those rings on there too. They're hilarious. <laughs> they are. So really I actually fun. think that's kind. Of, I just imagine like a little ten year old wearing around like a Super Bowl ring. That actually kind of makes me smile to be honest with you. Well, and if you look back to when we were kids, do you all even know where all your trophies are? Yeah, exactly. I don't either, but I'd, I'd be more likely to hold on to some rings than a trophy. It would be a very funny thing to, you know, go. So, like, when my cousins grow up and they're at a – they have, like, a theme party in college and they just wear – like, Mom, do, do I still got those rings somewhere? And you go home, you grab all of your rings uh, and you just <laughs> – that would be hilarious. And that's a good point there, Justin, is that, like – I, you know, me being such a phenomenal, unbelievable talent as a youth and so, so athletic, I've got a ton of trophies and like, there's no, there was nowhere to put them. They're, mm-hmm. they're, they're big, they're bulky, they're stupid. You know, they used to give them out for a bunch of stuff as kids and whatnot. So you just threw them away. Little rings. If you could just throw those bad boys in a box and then be like 80 and be like, oh, here's my CSAA fourth place track and field ring. <laughs> <laughs> that would be hilarious. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually, I did, I, Roush, I had no idea. And that's uh, me not having kids. But uh, so that's what they're doing for like little that's, leagues and youth yeah, sports. And stuff. Yeah, that, that's, that's what they're doing now. Yeah, I, I, I do. I am still impartial to the medals because I could. So I was a quick recall, like Governor's Cup nerd. So 
I would always come away with like three or four and I w- you would have to wear them after you got them. So I would just be walking around. Just it's, I sounded like a janitor jangling all my medals around. Dog with his collar on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that, that's 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 good stuff. Strongly disagree with your state uh, take, but that's fine. We can agree to disagree. I'm sure there. the texters will have some opinions on that. 502-414-1450. Uh, we'll do definitely get more from the podcast listeners there is no doubt about that texture says tj i see you as someone that sweats profusely in the summer oh my um, god dude saturday you were lucky you were not here on saturday terry it was it was one of those days where i think i took three cold showers just like just from just walking around just sweating at all times it was it was pretty uh, gross i was on the beach in rhode island dipping my toes in the old atlantic it was uh Beautiful. Just getting away from humidity in Kentucky. What a treat. Was the water cold? Freezing. Oh, yeah. Oh, real cold. Okay. So it was, it right. was about it was about as cold as the Lake Michigan Lakes, although I didn't have to worry about like great white sharks or jellyfish or stuff like that. Well, I did. Oh. I didn't have to worry about that at the Lake Michigan Lakes last gotcha. summer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, it was nice. It, the beach was beautiful. Uh, sand was nice. And like I took like a little snooze on the beach and woke up and the place was packed. We got there early and then like Took a little snooze, open my eyes, and the place was packed. So we were at the place to be, Rhode Island. Good uh, good spot. Let's go to a break. We'll come back. We'll keep doing text. We barely even scratched the surface on the text line. 502-414-1452. We got more to go. This is KRC on Big X Sports Radio. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen. We'll be right back. I'm Welcome back to Kentucky Roll Call. Hey, fool, you ready for another beating? You should have never came back. Welcome back, Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Radio, 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen here on your Monday morning. We appreciate you starting your week with us we're talking about some of this muggy nasty weather would highly recommend going and checking out bobby cook golf academy over off exit four if you need to beat the heat but you still want to play around and not sweat and feel miserable afterwards go hit balls for 30 minutes at the golf academy it's just like hitting the range but you're not going to feel gross hot nasty afterwards you'll feel good and uh you'll learn more about your golf swing you'll learn more about your game and you'll become a better golfer maybe you'll want to play one of the virtual courses or get lessons from bobby cook himself you can do any and all of it at the bobby cook golf academy over there and exit four in southern indiana like we said southern indiana that's better if you haven't been over there in a while they've got a sweet setup no better place to check out than the bobby cook golf academy call them at 812-725-1457 uh that's for the golf card actually that's the number for the golf card that's my bad well the golf card's pretty great too it is pretty great after father's day who knows how many we even have left to uh to be honest with you Uh, who knows it's it's nebulous as nick roush uh, would often say the Bobby Cook Golf Academy, though, you can go to Bobby Cook Golf Academy 
com to learn more about mm-hmm. what they've got going on the setup that they have their number is 812-913-4415 so 812-913-4415 i knew i'd get it right there in a moment uh but we we appreciate bobby cook you will too check them out exit four southern indiana very close to all parts of louisville and the surrounding areas roush you said you had something you wanted to tell us on the air here so we we, we don't know exactly where you're going with this but we're excited so usain bolt fastest man on the earth he's he's slowing down a little bit uh is having a family and he announced on father's day that he's his his partner has given birth to twins and i just want to share some of their names and also applaud usain bolt for taking advantage of his last name and giving his kids really cool names so his oldest this uh she looks to be about three years old is olympia lightning bolt wow how cool his and then his kids are the the new ones are St. Leo Bolt and Thunderbolt. Man, it's great. It's a great name. Thunderbolt. Oh, man. Have you should name your kid Sports Talker. Sports Talker Walker. <laughs> well, I know we, we've talked about that. Like, uh, Forrest is a family name of the wife's family, and I love the name Forrest for a kid or whatever. Uh, but I'm scared of it, the kid being named Forrest Walker. At that point, it's like, oh, so you walk Forrest. Mm. We get it. Real cool. <laughs> but, there really is a lot of names you could play on with your name, TJ. Uh, yeah, like slow. Fast-paced. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like, too, that, like, of course, Usain Bolt is very fast. His kids, though, man, it'd be a real shame if Thunderbolt was slow. Like... Or if like Thunderbolt, Thunderbolt puts on weight and just you know, and there's nothing, and there's nothing wrong with that. But like, well, then like, it becomes the, ironic, you know. Yeah, you're right. It's yeah. probably worse if you're just average. You're like you're you're kind of fast, but you're not super duper fast. You know, then yeah. then it's just insulting. No, I, I agree. No, I no. Now that we're talking about this out loud, that like if you aren't going to end up being like a world class athlete, I think naturally you would have to just put on a ton of weight. Just for like, you know, oh, look at lightning bolt over there. Lightning bolt's 275 pounds. Like, isn't that funny? Not not so, not such a lightning bolt. I think you'd have to go the other way with it. I don't think you could just be like an accountant named lightning bolt. And like, look like a normal Joe. <laughs> if you do yeah, that. It's got to be one way or the other. Yeah. You've either got to be in great shape or just super fat. Like there's yeah, no if, in between. If you're just like a normal, good looking, in solid shape sort of dude and you work in the office and your name's Lightning Bolt, then people are just gonna be like, So I bet you're fast, huh? Let's see how fast you are. You wanna go you wanna and be like, Leave me alone, <laughs> man. I'm just I'm just a normal dude. But if you were like grossly overweight, then people would be like, Oh look, it's lightning, you know, people would have fun with it. That's what I'm sticking with. Oh this. man. Five zero two four one four fourteen fifty. A texter says, "I was driving in the Highlands and by complete accident, and it was totally my fault. I ran a hidden stop sign. Nobody was hurt, zero damage. But this lady was so ticked, she literally followed me ten straight minutes. Where where I then just pulled over. She rolls down her window. You realize you just ran that stop sign that you could have hurt me." Like, yes, lady, I clearly messed up, but what good on earth does it does to follow me around to let me know? That ticked me off so much. Do I have a right to be annoyed, or was she in the right to follow me to let me know I messed up? 
I don't think I think you've kind of forfeit your right when you do mess up and you know, like running a stop sign. It's happened to all of us. There's been yeah, red yeah. lights that we've ran or like, you know, we thought it was yellow, but it went quicker. All mistakes happen on the road. Uh, one mistake that shouldn't happen is everybody should use their turn signal all the time and hardly anybody ever does anymore. And it's super frustrating and annoying. So like you did mess up. I don't think you're really in the right to be annoyed. Uh, that lady's clearly like a little, a little cuckoo, but uh, you know, you did mess up. You, you, you got to go with what happens. I think he is in the right to be annoyed. I mean, it, it boils down to this. Everybody should worry about themselves before they worry about somebody else. I'm sure she wasn't a perfect saint driving that day. Yeah, I'd be annoyed too. Get off me, lady. Yeah, but you but you ran a stop sign. And like you, again, don't go 10 minutes out of your way to follow me though. Yeah, I'm sure I'm, I'm sure there's a little hyperbole on the timeline of how long that they were being followed. But it, like again, I wouldn't do it. That that's over the top. That lady right, clearly right. is probably a, a a loon. But that's also kind of the Highlands for what it's worth. And secondly, you know, you 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 somebody somebody saw you. They weren't happy about it. They let you know about it. So I think it's a uh, mutually both in the wrong. You shouldn't have ran the stop sign. They shouldn't have done what they did. Let bygones be bygones. Everybody moves on. Man, uh, that would that would kind of annoy me if she was just following me forever. But uh, I wonder. Tell me where in the Highlands it was. There are some really dumb stop signs in the Highlands. Really dumb. Mm-hmm. I wonder if the cicadas are still out. Or are they gone now? They so you know they kind of like made it to my office over there by Northfield, which is not the Highlands or anywhere mm-hmm. near the Highlands. They're not really there anymore. So I think they're kind of just maybe mostly gone. Okay. That's what I, I, they really kind of, yeah, I haven't really heard them much lately, but the, we made a very big deal about their arrival and it was, it was much ado about nothing. Well, they didn't come to Linden at all, but you tell people that lived in Highlands or St. Matthews, they probably won't tell you that it was nothing, but uh, yeah, it's still just like a, you know, two weekend convenience or something like it's not that big of a deal. You know, it was about a month. Yeah. About a month. Yeah. but we had it easy like we Rash, did we did I, get it easy i, I thought I, it was gonna have it much worse i'd go to my mom's house and between dogs eating the cicadas babies and kids trying to like eat them too and play with them uh and then just trying to enjoy like a beer or some food outside and then having them like land on you and stuff like that and then when we were golfing you got a little taste of it you know yep, that's right yep. by the highlands there too i think people that had to deal with it a little bit more uh we're probably annoyed but you are right they do come they do come pretty quickly and then before you know it boom don't have to do it for another 17 years yeah suck it cicadas but i'll have to remember 17 years from now linden is safe (laughs) uh texter says justin i think the krc nation needs to see a producer competition amongst you and trevor aka let's see who knows more when it comes to producing and your guy's opinion who would win wow Trevor's Trevor been pro- kick my ass. Trevor's been producing radio in Louisville for a very long time. Long time. Very yeah. long time. But part of the competition is showing up on time. Of that. That's a good point. You so, know, you know. Then I win. <laughs> Trevor Trevor's learned a lot in the producing industry, but that's a good point, Roush. At the end of the day, it doesn't matter if you don't show up. So I think it'd be a great competition. Uh Trevor's experience would be interesting, but Justin's ability to be able to follow very basic instructions, I think, could win the day. Yeah, yeah, like when to be there for said competition. <laughs> <laughs> hey, TJ, uh, we had some big news over the weekend. 
Yes. Uh, Oscar Shibway is made it to Lexington. He's a little bit later than normal, but Oscar, the big O, is in town. Yeah, some visa troubles uh, getting back from Africa, which that would just be terrifying and annoying. And I, I spoke with somebody who was just like, it's killing him to see these camps because he'd be so good with some of those kids and he'd just embrace it so much, just traveling around the state. Everybody kind of just wanted to see the bat. Like it, that was like part of the reason why he wanted to come to Kentucky is just for the, like the Kentucky basketball experience. So supposedly it really like ate at him that he couldn't be there, but he is now better late than never and he's safe. And at the end of the day, that's most important. But, uh, Roush, we just kind of wait now on Davion Mintz. I know you got Duran uh, later on, Duran, if, if it's going to tick Justin off. But you got him maybe coming. I, I wouldn't anticipate that. But basically all signs, just we wait to see what Davion Mintz does, and I still can't believe it hasn't happened. Do we think he could be doing a Hamadou Diallo and waiting until June 30th at 10 o'clock to say anything? Oh, I mean, it's starting to it's starting to lean that way. But one thing I was thinking about Friday uh, when you all were doing the show, I, like I thought one thing that we probably should do is just reset. Like, do you think Davion Mintz will be on next year's Kentucky basketball team, Nick Roush? He did just recently tag the NBA in an Instagram post. What does it mean? Wow. Yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, I. The the thing I worry about him coming back is I think he would know. I think he would know everything he would need to convince himself to come back by now. So that's why I, I, I kind of think he's gone. I'm kind of leaning towards it. Probably sixty forty gone. Is I still about. think that he's gone. Just you know, just uh, a guess. I'm not going to back off that because I've been saying it so long, but obviously this has been a tough decision for him. It could go either way, you would think. And uh, But I, I ultimately think he'll probably probably stay with his decision to go pro. But uh, that's that's all that we're really waiting on, in my opinion. Uh, you know, it would be awesome if they could steal Durin, but I doubt that happens. Yeah, yeah, I do too. Um, I'm not going to get my hopes up a la Isaiah Jackson. Yeah, although it was fun to dream with Isaiah. Always is. No, and it'd be fun to dream with Davion Mintz, too. At that point, it's like, how many 40% three-point shooters can one college basketball team have? Uh, glad, you know, I'd like to find out. Let's just keep adding them and see how, <laughs> let's see what see what total we can get to. But that's what we're waiting on there. Uh, Texter texted this in, I guess, Friday, but they wanted me to see it. I understand. Uh, mm -hmm. Wait, TJ, so you're officially saying that Kenny Payne was deeply missed this past season. It's all love here, but I can recall you saying the talk of him not being on the bench was a good cop as a good cop was way too overrated and that the other assistants could check in on the players just fine. Uh, so obviously I never said that he was deeply missed, but we said it then losing Kenny Payne was a big deal. Like it was not a good thing to lose Kenny Payne. And my overall point, which I stand by, was Kentucky didn't go 9-16 and because Kenny Payne wasn't there. Maybe if Kenny Payne was there, they could have gone 12-14. and 14. You know, like, it wouldn't – the team was going to stink last year whether, whether Kenny Payne was there or not. All I'm saying is he has such an impact on the players that he coached, the players love him, that, yes, it did it, – it did probably have an impact on the players last year not having Kenny Payne – but for the reasons why that was a bad season, 
uh, it was because Kentucky didn't have a point guard and, and people were hurt and the freshmen weren't playing and it just was a flawed team. That's why Kentucky was bad last year, not because of Kenny Payne. So, yeah. no, suck it. He wasn't deeply missed this past season. Yeah, and I said, like, the same thing. Like, there were – that was one of many problems this Kentucky team had. Maybe he's good for two more wins, three more wins, but that team was not – team was going to be bad no matter what. Yeah, it was. Too too many things going uh, against that last year's team. But, hey, we're moving forward, turning a new page into the new season. A, a texter sent in a video of Trinity winning the state baseball championship, and they said that's a state title. At Trinity, they, they, they've won a lot. They're good at sports. So, congrats to Trinity. They did it. You did it, Rocks. And, man, Duke really wants to get on the radio this morning. He's right, beating yeah. on the door, trying to get in. I can't just, say I can't say I blame him. You should have never let him know you were in that room. Yeah, should have just not talked. Yeah. <laughs> By the time y'all read this, we'll already know the outcome. But I'm praying for a Kepka DeChambeau playoff for the Open Championship. I'd settle for a three-hole playoff and a lot of tension and awkwardness. That would have just been glorious. 18 holes today of just those two going back and forth. Oh, man, would have been great. Yeah, Texter, you weren't the only one thinking that, uh, looking at that, hoping for it. For a brief moment, it looked like it was maybe possible, but then Everybody Brooks, could, down. <laughs> Brooks, could, Brooks couldn't do enough, and then DeChambeau just literally pooed his pants the final uh, nine holes. That was hilariously bad golf. So good stuff all around. Man, Brooks is really tan. Very, very tan. Oh, I was – it's kind of funny. I was like one of the tannest people in Rhode Island. <laughs> That's just like a golf tan too. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah, oh totally, totally a golf tan. But like they they've got a they've got a pretty like decent Portuguese population, so they were tanner than I. But just uh, I, like oh yeah, super tan up there. Felt good. But this was their big sun weekend, so people are gonna I'm sure catch up to me up in New England. <laughs> their big sun weekend. <laughs> yeah, that's great. That's great. Everybody was laying out. Everybody was out and about in Rhode Island. Good times. Oh, man. Uh, another texture says, Seth Curry has to be the biggest nerd in the NBA. Not only is he a dookie, but he wears a headband, undershirt, and has a scraggly beard. Now, he's Seth a dork. Curry, he's, just, he's just so non-threatening to me. It's, yeah. You know, I just often like, find myself forgetting about him yeah no uh i'm same same exact uh you you took the words right out of my mouth we've got a long text here the texter says hey guys i've been out this past week on vacation in surfside beach south carolina had a great time got to play golf at heritage which is an old rice plantation that was the hardest course i've ever played i shot a 102 i would definitely recommend i have been catching up on the podcast so quick summary one the golf scramble was a blast Good to meet you all in person. I think my team got hosed with only having a team of two, but playing 36 holes wasn't awesome. Wasn't awful. Number two, Justin can suck it. I think that just needs to be said from time to time. That's a good point. Number yeah, three, LMAFAO at U of L and all their woes as as of late. Number four, I'm already getting football itch, and that normally doesn't come until around late July. So I'm going to go back and watch some of the best games of the Mark Stoops era. What are your top three games? Mine are 2014 South Carolina, 2016 Louisville, 2018 Florida. Hmm. If you're going back in terms of just like watching from start to finish, 
I, I know it's kind of weird, but Roush, I think you like need to put the 2018 Mississippi State game in there. And you could make a case for the 2016 Mississippi State game as well. But that 2018 one, I think that mm-hmm. was the monsoon game, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, very rainy. Yep. And it was just like a total beatdown. Like, you know, it started out a little slow. Kentucky needed to kind of get their footing. And then it was just like they had – Benny Snell was determined that game. And uh, that was a really fun one. It was a big one for the program. That's kind of when we knew that 18 was going to be something something special. Yeah, I also like the 2018 Missouri game, even though start to finish, very terrible game, but best ending. I mean, my goodness. Oh, my gosh, that game was so painful, though, up until then. It was then. so bad. It, was, it really was so bad for the first, I don't know, three quarters. I mean, when you got Danny Clark coming in and running the ball, you know things aren't going well. So, uh, yeah, I, uh, I'm, I'm – I, I, the ending of the game, though, is up there. One of my favorite Kentucky football memories. There's a lot of good ones in the Stoops era. Thanks for the text, Mook, uh, and, and for playing in the scramble and telling Justin to suck it. Justin, yeah. any rebuttal? No, I mean, I agree with Mook. I, that needs to be said from time to time. Same thing with suck it to you all. <laughs> suck you, T. Suck it, TJ. Suck whoa, it. whoa. Yeah. Whoa, this is a family show, buddy. Yeah. Man. We all, we all Gosh, need to say, hear it from time to time. You got to make sure you put that in at the end of it, pal. All right. Suck it. There you go. Uh, Texter says, Ben Simmons was scared to death tonight. Practicing free throws must be a foreign concept to superstars in today's game. I'm old enough to remember when that was an advantage in a ball game. But still an advantage. They were talking about that in the, uh, oh, the, the, the Suns and Clippers game. They were like, both teams statistically great free throw shooting teams. Yeah, and it's just a mental thing, like being fragile. Then Ben Simmons, he's a God. he's a mental pipsqueak. He can. Did you, uh, he, he, did you see that retweet I had? Um, I mean, I've seen did, many. I, I don't know. Ben, ben Simmons took three shots in the fourth quarter in that series. Seven games. Yeah. He took three shots in the fourth quarter. Hey, but you know what? Spin zone. He made all of them. Hundred percent. In the fourth quarter. Ben Simmons 100% in the fourth quarter in the series. Unbelievable. So now I get it. I was playing I was playing 2K this weekend, guys, and Ben Simmons was on the all-time great 76ers team, and that must be why. Jeez. That's, Can you believe it? That, I mean, I there's no way, right? Yeah, not a chance. There's no way he could be on the best 70. And I know nothing about the 76ers franchise. Uh, I mean, Allen Iverson's the point guard. <laughs> You know, like, how could you not have – how could you have him behind Simmons? I feel like if I was a 76ers fan, I'd be ready to, like, if we could – if if we could get decent value for Simmons, I may I may look to do such. You, you just can't have one of your stars take three shots in seven games in the fourth quarter. And you can't it's have your just, star, like, literally, you know, being a mess mentally at the free throw line. I mean, the fact that both – him and Markel Fultz were products of the process. I mean, what what is management doing to these guys' brains? Because a lot of it's just got to be confidence based. I mean, the there's obviously some sort of talent there. You can't spend that many years playing basketball and just not know how to shoot. Like you, it, it's 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 in between the ears. And the the Sixers, it's their fault <laughs> for for letting it get to a point where it's this bad. 
Texter says, seriously, down four under a minute left in a winner go home game. Give your sevener the ball at the, the top of the key for dribble himself open. I think just mean like seven footer. Oh, yeah, I gotcha. Yeah, but are they talking? I don't know which game because I feel like Giannis did that at times too. So I don't know if they're talking about him or Embiid. Either way, ah man, great. Love, love a good game seven playoffs. That are they really the playoffs until we get a game seven? Many people are I don't saying think so. Yeah, did Roush really just say he got Trevor Harden firm? Nice. I don't think. I think I was breaking up. I think that's what. It was what were you? <laughs> yeah, it was weird. Really yeah, weird. Yeah. Uh, John here. Good Monday morning to all. Wow, some great ball over the weekend, man. Oh, Reed Shepard ends up at the cat. He is a pretty darn good ball player, and tradition is on his side. Hey, Logan Paul has now said he would not mind fighting Mike Tyson. He has said that Tyson is old, and he thinks he could beat Iron Mike. What do you guys think? Well, gotta go. Talk to you later, John. I can't talk. I, I can't pre-talk about Logan Paul. So if it happens and they like set up the fight, then like the day of the fight, I'll give you my two cents on it. But I, I can't keep, I'm not going to keep up with Logan Paul comments um, or mm-hmm. hypotheticals yeah. and, uh, or his, his looking out for paydays. Mike Tyson. I'm, I bet more people could probably beat Mike Tyson than people think. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but Hey, what is it? Everybody's got to play until they get hit in the mouth. So It'd be fun if Tyson could knock him out, but he's also old, you know. Logan Paul is a big dude. He's young, good shape. So, uh, yeah, uh, the Reed Shepard stuff though. That's it'll be interesting to keep an eye on. I just wish it'd be like one if pe- people just wouldn't act like maniacs in it, then it, it wouldn't have to be a big deal, and it probably would maybe work out better for UK if like it just let's let it play out before we freak out. But I do, I do kind of side to the people that are like, all right, you know. Let's let's give him an offer. Let's make it happen. Let's let's try to land him. Not because Kentucky has to have him. It just would be a nice piece. Just be mm-hmm. a solid piece to add to the fold. That's my two cents, at least. A texture says, "I need y'all to win the lottery just to fix the damn stream." I didn't mind it dropping out when Roush was ranting about high school sports, but come on, fellas, get it together. <laughs> texture man I, or, or woman, whatever whatever you may be, I uh, couldn't agree more. Desperately want it to be fixed and hope that it is. But know that, like, there's Justin, what he does, he really helps us out just to get us back on the air when he can. But there's not like Justin can go through the system and fix the initial causes to the problem. That's above all of our pay grades. We don't know what to do about it. And we're sorry. Uh, but it doesn't impact the podcast, I guess. And it doesn't impact if you're able to listen live on the dial. The only issue is that's like, you know, the majority of people listening aren't in Louisville listening live. They're throughout other parts of the state or the country listening on the stream. So what I'd recommend, if it gets really annoying, go to the podcast because you won't have to deal with it then. But otherwise, we we are mm-hmm. sorry, We but we're sorry for ourselves too. We don't want it either. So, uh, But it is annoying. So apologies, listeners, from, from me to you. Mm. And me. Yeah, my apologies. Justin is not apologizing. Uh, I am not apologizing. Nope, I didn't do he will never wrong. apologize. Everybody have a good day. Thanks for the text of the show. We'll be back tomorrow. Hopefully no streaming issues, but who are we kidding? 502-414-1450. We won't have Roush all week either, so you're going to want to tune in tomorrow and appreciate him while we still got him. This is KRC and the Big X. We'll see you Roll. tomorrow morning, 7 a.m. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin K. Little big houses, the 